Hello, 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 hello. Hey everyone, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Tiffany. And today is a check-in. Last week was our conversation or discussion on the uh, Whisper Network by Chandler Baker. So we're back at it again without a discussion. <laughs> without a discussion. With no plan. I know. <laughs> we jumped on the call and we were like, what are we discussing? Cool. Got it. All right. All right. Sounds great. <laughs> we are doing great. I'm painting my nails. I'm scrolling both feet. <laughs> I... The reason I don't have much to talk about is I haven't read a lot this week, so I still haven't finished the two books that I've said I've been reading for probably the past three weeks. And I don't think it's because I don't like them. I just haven't had the time to sit down and read. And when I get home at night, I don't want to read. I've been having difficulty finding time for it, too, because my head hits that pillow. And I'm like, I'm going to read. Yeah. Like, my book's right there. <laughs> and I wake up, and I'm still on the same page. I'm like, oh, God. Well, even, like, I'll take my book for to lunch, like, at work and, like, read during my 30 minutes but even this week I've been like I'll read like two pages and I'm like nah I just want to eat and be done <laughs> so that's why I'm still reading American Dirt and Home for Home Before Dark well I am I finished the Mary Shelley Club okay but we had our discussion so I didn't talk about it yes let's talk about and it and then I have about 150 pages left of the burning god I think I have an unpopular opinion about it but since I still have 150 pages I'm gonna withhold okay discussing it it's still good I think the second book is the best out of the three that's how I always feel in trilogies I always feel like the second one is what like gets you so excited for that last book and then I feel like the last book is a disappointment yeah and I'm still sad that uh one of my favorite characters from the first book died. But, like, he kind of comes back. Not, like, from the dead. Like, he exists in Rin's mind. <laughs> so he's still there. Uh, but he's still here. Um, okay, the Mary Shelley Club. For young adult, I kind of I enjoyed it. I believe I gave it three stars. There were some things at the end that started to lose me a little bit. Because the premise is... It opens up in this girl is in her home alone one night. She's like studying or hanging out. She looks out the window and there's just this this figure standing out there. And she's like, oh, that's a little weird. Um, but then she looks out again and he's gone. Absolutely and she's not. up in her room and she starts to hear footsteps in her house. And she knows it's not her mom. Like she knows it's not anybody who should be there. And she goes out and she looks and there's a basically the figure who's just all in black wearing this mask that's been painted over right there next to her and she looks down and there's another one at the bottom of the stairs um so she attempts to like like barrel out and essentially what ends up happening is the one guy like she's fighting him and she manages to like stab and kill him but they're unable to figure out any sort of motive why like what the connection was um anything like that so then it fast forwards to a year 
she's going to this fancy prep school now because her mom teaches there um, and she's trying to like really keep what happened to her on the download so she doesn't tell anybody who this guy is because she's like looking through his Facebook after he had died all this stuff um, and then she ends up joining the secret club called the Mary Shelley Club where their only goal is you you pick a target and it's your attempt to make them scream like to scare them so much that they scream and then at the end the members of this club will vote on who had the best scare so i like i enjoyed it and then meanwhile they're pulling these pranks and she starts seeing the same mask around but she's like nobody else knows about these pranks so who's this person wearing this mask but it became so obvious as to what was going on i wanted to be like girl this like because you were a juvenile none of this was supposed to get out into the public so why are these people showing up in these masks and then at one point the boy she kind of has a crush on is wearing the mask and she knows this because he comes up to her and he's like you need to leave this club like you do not belong here and she's just like, oh my god, he's wearing the mask. And I was like, you fucking idiot. Like, obviously he had something to do with what happened to you a year ago. Like, there's some connection. Oh, no. Um, he t ended up turning out to be a good guy. But it was the original guy who invited her into the club. Turns out he, she was his target. Because he was the other guy at the bottom of the stairs during this prank. And it was his friend that she killed, clearly in self-defense. So it was kind of this yeah. like whole convoluted, like revenge, revenge thing. plot. Yeah. And he was trying. The other boy was trying to get her out because mm -hmm. he was just like, "This is messed up that you are the target, and part of this prank is that you are in this club when she really wasn't in this club." Um. Yeah. So that part, like. I always have to sit back and be like, they're teenagers. Yeah. I was not that smart as a teenager, like, trying to play it like that. But when there's something so obvious, it really starts to bother me. And yeah, then especially... the masks were masks of Frankenstein's monster that they had painted over in white. But what bothered me is it's the Mary Shelley Club, and everybody knows it's Frankenstein's the doctor and Frankenstein's monster it's the monster. Like, the monster's name is not Frankenstein. And you would think with the book where the whole premise is around, like, Mary Shelley, who wrote that, that the author would get that right. And she didn't get it right at the end. Like, they kept being like, this is Frankenstein's mask. And I was like, no, it's not. It's Frankenstein's <laughs> monsters. Like, like, you were supposed to be these, like, literature people. These, like, yeah. known, like, they really into horror and stuff. And I was like, and you're getting that wrong. And I can't write that off as to you being a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot help you out anymore. I've yeah. tried. And then uh, what turned out, they were like, you know, she was like, well, Matthew, the kid that she killed, he, she, he didn't go to this school. He wasn't part of your club. And they were like, do you think we're the only club out there? Like, there are clubs, there are chapters across the nation pulling these mm -hmm. pranks. And to me, I'm just like, that's... I, Like, if it's secret clubs, then how do you know about these other chapters? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't it kind of fell flat at the end for me because uh. it made it sound like that there were people still after her and I was like I don't like maybe maybe a sequel would have been better to that yeah like instead of 
writing about the beginning, it just alludes to it, and then it writes about her running from these other people. This is the same author that wrote Dracula? No. Oh. I don't know why I thought that. I mean, Mary Shelley wrote, like, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And this book is called The Mary Shelley Club. Okay. Because they base it around, like, the... Like, Frankenstein was written when Mary Shelley was telling a scary story to her husband and their friends. And so they base their club off of that. Maybe I'm getting confused, because I think you said you were going to read this and Dracula, maybe? No, I was going to read this and Frankenstein. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't (laughs) know. It's fine. I didn't get around to Frankenstein. I'd planned to kind of read it Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Halloween (laughs) day. And just like you said, like, I've I've been having difficulty finding time to read. So. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I'll draw you, like, a diagram. It'll be, like, Charlie (laughs) and Always Sunny, like, with all the lines connected. No, please. Please do. Because I was like, I know we've talked. I know we talked about Dracula, though, a few weeks ago. So I think maybe that's what I was putting together oh and that's the other thing like her first and only friend at this school Sandra they like and I get maybe like this rich world as a world I will never be in and so they like all these kids these high school kids are like later parents we're gonna go hang out at this like like these ski cabins and just there's no adults we're just gonna get fucked up and do things which I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Even, like, rich parents should be like, mm, I, don't, I don't know about those. Well, it reminds me of, like, um, Gossip Girl. Like, they were all really rich, and, like, I'm pretty sure their parents did not know the stuff they were doing. Yeah, I, I think it's just, like, a different world, if it's actually it has, happening. <laughs> like, their parents are so oblivious to what, like, is going on. Yeah. And, like, these some of these people have started drinking alcohol, like, before the age of 15. Well, there was like, a scene where it was the one guy, it was his birthday. And so they had, like, like the fancy party ahead of time where all the parents were there. And they were like, oh, I'm going to be a senator. Vote for me. <laughs> and then the parents were like, okay, we're out. And then there was just, like, boxes of cocaine. <laughs> just like, what is happening? And the parents were like, have fun. Don't do but too much. Okay. Basically... No, so they're at this, like, big ski thing. Everyone's high, drunk, whatever. Yeah. Sandra falls through this, like, glass ceiling thing. Or she just, like, falls and she dies. Oh. And so now the main girl is, like, I can't even remember her name. That's how, like, mediocre for me. Like, a three-star book, you know? Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh my god, my friend died, and she had looked up and seen somebody wearing the mask. She was like, oh my god, was she pushed? She would never have jumped. She was running, and it was an accident. Ah. <laughs> it's just like, you're a moron. You're all, now you're all wearing these masks. Clearly they know, like, somebody in your group knows something about what happened to you. And they made her tell her, made her tell this story when they first got, like, to her initiation. <laughs> and then at the end, she was like, this is too much. I need to go tell somebody I'm out. And they're like, well, if you tell somebody, we're going to tell everybody about what you did. Because we tell these secrets to protect ourselves. Like, it's basically, we have blackmail on everybody. 
And instead of being like, well, I don't know any of your secrets, you need to tell me that. Because I feel like right then and there, that would have broken their whole prank thing. She was just like, you're right, you're right. Gotta go. I was like, what? That's funny. So, three stars. Three stars. Like, I actually probably would have enjoyed this if I was back in middle school, high school. Yeah. But, you know, as an, an adult, you have a different perspective on Well, and you can definitely, like you stupid. said, relate more when you're a teenager. Because, like you said, like, we probably would have made those same decisions and not caught on that the people that are wearing these masks know something. They're, like, you just don't find it weird. So, I definitely agree, like, when you're younger, you're going to relate more to those Type. Yeah. And now that we're older, we're just like, you're such an idiot. <laughs> it's so obvious. <laughs> and you know damn well we would be the dumbasses. Well, that was like watching thing. Pretty Little Liars, and they were like, we have no one we can trust. The police is corrupt. And I was like, drive your ass an hour north and go talk to a trooper. <laughs> like, <laughs> go report into the state police. Because <laughs> I'm guaranteed no one, no one up there cares or knows what's going on. <laughs> oh, how we judge now. <laughs> these little teenagers <laughs> that's funny <clears throat> but yeah so i think i mentioned like at the end of last week's episode i started listening to project hail mary yes you did i'm really liking it i have i have heard really good things about it like it's really funny like it's it has that same humor that like, the martian had mm-hmm. um I didn't listen to The Martian. I I read the book, but I do like actually hearing his voice and stuff and like in his mind and stuff. The only thing that's a little confusing sometimes is like he'll jump back in time mm-hmm. to a, like in the past and like it takes me a minute to realize that he's in the past again. So that's the only thing that and I think that's just with any audiobooks like it's harder to see that transition that we're at a different date or something. Well, I'm wondering... Hold on, I gotta I got sneeze. Okay, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same guy who narrated The Martian, because I listened to that one, and it the guy was did such a good job. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same... Um, guy okay no oh this one's like ray porter yeah and this one martian was done by will wheaton hello oh no but he does a lot of i think he does a lot of um audiobooks he's like kind of iconic in science fiction because he played um wesley crusher on star trek yeah i just know him from stand by me I just like all the times in Star Trek that Picard is like, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> that got me kicked out. My dad used to watch Star Trek every Saturday. So it got me kicked out of that for a while because I couldn't stop <laughs> saying it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm currently listening to. It's a pretty long one. I think it's over 16 hours. But it's really good, so I recommend that. And then you mentioned that... You just got a hold of I'm Glad My Mom Died? Yeah, so about two days ago, I looked 
and it was like, hey, your hold, like your hold is ready, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to finish the Burning God, and then I'll get that one because I want to be able to like, because I know like once it's gone, I'm not getting it back for like th- four months. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, dedicate that strict time to do it. And I'm actually, I've got. So you have it on ebook? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I thought you said audiobook. Yeah, ebook. Okay. And so I have it on audio. audio. So I'm gonna try to like listen to it as you're reading it. Okay. Because that can be something we can yeah. discuss at the same time. Because I've only got like 150 pages left of the Burning God. But then, so then I looked down and there's a Libby notification, and I was like, "Is Babel ready too?" I was like, "There's no way," because I still have like. <gasps> 19 weeks until I can get that. <laughs> yeah. And I click, and it was like, you better get this today, or we're throwing you back into the line. And so I was like, <laughs> downloaded it real quick. So I think I'm going to be able to finish The Burning God tonight, and then I can start. Um, I'm glad my mom died tomorrow. Because okay. I also have True Biz, but there was like nobody in line for that one. So I downloaded yeah. that one. Yeah, I don't expect, again, there to be a wait for that book. Um, so, again, I'll probably... Maybe I'll get it for, like, the week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Because that would be a good one. Um, and they're both yeah. only, like, 350-ish pages. At least I'm I actually really excited about this one. Last I checked. Me too. Did you watch um, Coda? I think it won. No, I haven't... I haven't seen it either. My, I think my mom watched it. And she said it was really, really good. I'm just scared to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like knowing that I'm going to watch something that's going to potentially, like, probably make me cry. Because <laughs> then I'm, like, anticipating it the whole time. Okay. But I have heard great things about it. It won a ton of awards. Yeah. I know so. um, my sister, she wants to learn... ASL and she's in she takes it Mm -hmm. in high school like that's her language choice and like she said from the very very beginning there's no talking allowed like everything has to be signed so it's it's Mm -hmm. full immersion for them but she she loves it oh that's awesome and I asked her I was like well what if you're like really not understanding something she said that's the only time she speaks is if she can tell the entire class is lost (laughs) she's like okay hold on yeah So I was like, that's very cool, because that's always something that... I think it's, like, when fifth grade, they teach you the alphabet, and that's in, like, basic signs. Yeah, I remember learning the alphabet. So. I I just remember... I think it was... I took a Spanish class my freshman year in college, and I had taken Spanish in high school, so I was like, okay, whatever. But, like, on the first day... And it's, like, this is, again, one of my first classes my freshman year in college. It's your first day of college. Like, everything's already scary. And me and this guy are just sitting there, and she's basically, like, no English in this class the whole year. Like, we're going straight into Spanish. And I just looked at this kid, and I was like, we're screwed, huh? <laughs> like, I straight up was like, I'm not going to make it. It was the easiest class. I loved it. Whatever. But, like, the scariness of, like, thinking that you're not going to be able to speak any English in that class was so scary to me. We, my German class, freshman year, because I don't know if about you, but they had us take, um, like, a quiz online before we got there to see what we tested oh. into. Oh, that's really cool. So I took German all four years of high school, mm-hmm. but we had a really shitty teacher the first, like, 
year and a half, two years. I don't remember when she mm-hmm. finally left. Like, was making up words telling us they were true. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. She finally got punted to uh, another <laughs> class or whatever. And then we had an amazing just... teacher come in for my final two years. And she was just, you could tell she was very upset by the fact that by the time we got to German for <laughs> senior year, that none of us could, like, None of us were borderline fluent because she was like, like you yeah. should have been at that level already. Mm-hmm. Like you should have been, there's the, there's a test and it's through the, the Goethe Institute where you take it and it tells you how fluent you are in German. Yeah. And it's like a big test. And she was like, I should have been preparing you guys for that this year. So I ended up testing into second year German, which like, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm very good at grammar. I'm not good at vocab. Yeah. And so we get there, there's like maybe 10 kids in this class, and the teacher just all in German starts going off, and he was like, tell me about, like, how long you've been learning, how long you've been speaking it, and you could tell, like, probably about 90% of the class was just like, holy shit, I'm in the wrong class. Yeah, so it finally gets to me, and I'm scared, because this is like my second college course that I've ever right? taken. And it gets to me, and I was so nervous, I said, I think I'm in the wrong class. And they go, oh, are you in another language class? And I said, no, I'm not this good at German. (laughs) And the teacher was, the professor was like, just try. I was able to rattle off something, I don't know. But but that that class was, I mean, I ended up getting a minor in it in college just because, like, I loved taking. So did I. I loved taking Spanish classes. Like, I enjoyed them so much. And I learned because Spanish was the most, like, because you had to take a foreign language. Mm-hmm. And Spanish was the one that most people took. So it filled up the fastest, the classes. But I found out if you either were going to minor or major in it, you would get premium access. Like, you'd get to sign up for the yeah. classes first. So I was like, I'll just do a minor so I can get into the classes. But I was really jealous because one of the girls in my class, she was able to go abroad over the summer. And I just never had the time or the money. Like, I couldn't do it. And she came back, and she was just, like, completely fluent in Spanish. And I was just so jealous because, like, that's what you want when you're taking these classes. And so I I just wish that was, like, one opportunity that I could have done in college was actually go abroad and, like, spend time with a family and do all of that. We, um, We had something very similar, and I really, really wanted to go. Um, And... It wasn't like, I don't think you lived with a family. Like, you stayed in the dorms, because I think it was like... Maybe. Like Heidelberg Maybe University or University of Heidelberg, something like that. Mm-hmm. And my parents at the time were like, that's too expensive, we can't do that. Without knowing that you can roll that into your loans. Like, yeah. because it's considered a semester, mm-hmm. you, like, I get, I, I get my scholarship money, my loan money towards that. And I was so bummed that I didn't end up going. Because yeah. like you said, they all came back and they were all very very good at it i know i just that was like the one thing i wish i would have done it just it seemed like it was so fun and like coming back over the summer and she's just like fluent in spanish and i was like that's what i want yeah (laughs) but now i'm like excited i want to get back into my duolingo (laughs) i really want to get babble because i've heard that one's much better than duolingo yeah, I have I have Duolingo on my phone, and then I have Rosetta Stone. I have that on my computer. But I, like, right at the start of the pandemic, I was like, I had gone so many days doing it, because I was like, what else can I do during the pandemic? 
but I eventually stopped. At Rachel's wedding, um, one of the girls that I went on the bachelorette trip with too, I had to go like, I was gonna go talk to her about something. She has her phone, she goes, hold on, I can't lose my streak. It was like during the reception and she's like typing in the French stuff. She's like, bonjour, into the phone. Yes, and like for that too, like it tells you like, you can click on like, I can't speak at the moment. Yeah. And just like do like the typing ones and stuff. But it's, it's so funny because you get, like once you get a streak going, like you're like, I don't want to stop. There was, I was in line getting ready to board at the Lubbock airport and there was a girl, because you know, it's it's southwest so they've got like one through whatever two you know the two lanes she was next to me at the other lane she's got her headphones on and she's like she was doing the german one but she's very quietly like guten morgen (laughs) like speaking very quietly into her microphone because she didn't want people to look at her and she looks up and i'm like staring (laughs) like oh god hope we don't sit next together oh that's so funny yeah, that's always the part that you don't want to do in public is when it tells you to speak the words. Yeah. And oh, you sound, you, you feel stupid doing it just, like, alone, too, in yeah. your house or your apartment, because it's, like, silent around you, and then, then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. you're like, bonjour! <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, so, also, you know how we did our fall TBR? <laughs> my um, two fall TBRs because it destroyed the first one. Yes, and then mine. I'm still in like the first two books. The only book I can cross off, I think, is uh, Whisper Network, <laughs> and maybe the Paris Apartment. I don't know if the Paris Apartment was on my fall TBR. For some reason, in my brain, oh, it was. It fall was. only applies to October. <laughs> so we're done. <laughs> so we're good because we still got November. <laughs> Technically, winter doesn't start till like mid December. So I think we're good. I think we can continue our fall TBR. Yeah, I'm about to finish my third. I don't even remember what was on my list. Yeah, American Dirt would be my third. But I was looking for a different book on my shelf. Oh, I gave my mom the list of the books that we recommended her. (laughs) She's like, like, I've read all these and they're shit. (laughs) She's like, these are all terrible. Um... So she started, like, going through Goodreads and marking them so she'll remember, and then I found the books that, like, I I already own that I can, like, give to her. And so I knew we had um, A Thousand Splendid Sons. I was like, I know I have this book somewhere. And so I was looking through all my bookshelves, and I was like, I, I'm going to find this stupid book. I was Because my mom was like, well, I have it in the cart to buy. I was like, do not buy the book. I was like, we own the book. <laughs> Delete it. I was like, we own this book. I was like, I own this book. But in doing so, I found a book that I was like, I didn't know we had. Like, I I knew I had a book by this author, but I thought it was a different one. But I got excited, and I was like, I'm going to add this to my fall TBR. And it is, And Then There Were None by <gasps> Agatha Christie. Classic. I love it. I have never read any by her. Oh, Three Blind Mice is another good one. I, I have never read any by her. And for some reason, I remember buying one while we were at Hastings, but I thought it was the... Um, is it Murder the on Orient- the Orient Express? Yes, okay, I thought it that was is that like, one. Okay, like peak mystery novel. Like, you have to read it. That should be like required mystery reading. Well, and I just... Everybody that reads her is just like... Her books are so classic mystery. Like, yeah. this is the original mystery. And so when I saw, saw that book... Sal, when I saw that book... <laughs> 
<laughs> when I saw that book, I knew I had to read it. <laughs> that demon in the freezer. Oh my god, I listened. I listened to that episode again. It was losing my mind when we were like, we moved past it. And then the next thing I said was like, I picked up that book. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah. So I found, yeah, so we have, and then there were none. So maybe that's the one I bought at Hastings, but I swear it was the Orient Express. But I can't find that one. So I first Um, read, and then there were none when I was in middle school detention. And I was sitting there, and there's, I was, oh, God. I mean, I know the point is to be bored in detention, but I was so yeah. bored that it was sitting there right next to me, and I picked it up, and the kid who was in detention with me was like, you're really going to read right now? And I was like, there's nothing else to do, Michael. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Call out his name, damn. And then I got so worried, because I got so into it. I was like, this is so good. I got you're so like, into it can- that, because it was during the, like, Christmas holiday party, Mm-hmm. That I wasn't allowed to attend. That's why the I don't even remember what I did because this was like very rare for me to get detention. And then the teacher came in to give us ice cream sandwiches, and she didn't even care that I was reading. <laughs> like she probably was like, "Michael, you should read too." Yeah, like do what she's doing. But that you're also like, how do I get detention another day to finish this book? Right. <laughs> like this is just uh, a party I don't even want to be at. Yeah. So with this one, it has that premise of like. 10 strangers are summoned together and then they slowly start dying off. Um, I feel like um, that's kind of like the premise of like Lucy Foley's books, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, well, hers are a little different. Like, not each person is dying off, but it's that isolation of a group of people, somebody dies, and you're trying to figure it out. I guess that's more like um, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. Because I think it's only one person that One dies. person dies, and then, you know, because it's basically. Yeah basically like a was it like a locked room mystery a locked door mystery where everyone's just there and you can't also the investigator has like one of the coolest names because i think he's like belgian or flemish and i didn't know how to pronounce it when i first read it so i was like who's (laughs) poirot well and like i looked at because she has like two major series right Mm -hmm. and they're both a ton of books and i'm like Hopefully it's not, like, necessary to, like, read them in order, because that would take me a little bit. So maybe I'll start with, like, like her most popular ones, like this one, Murder on the Orient Express, Death on the Nile. Cause oh, I mean, yeah. And those have both been made into movies recently. Recently, yeah. and, like, even, like, the first one or two are very classic as well. Yeah. So I was really excited, so I put that one on my fall TBR. She did another one, and I don't think this is Three Blind Mice. I really can't remember. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's people who, there's a, sto- a snowstorm, and they get stuck in this cabin. Ooh. And that one's really, really good, too. But the only reason it sticks out in my mind is because the, like, detective guy, it's so snowy that he has to ski <laughs> to the cabin. Absolutely and the not. idea of, like, looking out the window, and someone's just like, Phew. It just really cracked me up. I'm gonna go get help. How are you gonna go? I'm gonna ski. I gotta go. <laughs> Strap them up. I'm like, like, we're not making it then. Be like, listen, can you bring back donuts? <laughs> oh, that's funny. So yeah, that is. Well, I'm excited my... to hear about your three blind or the. <laughs> and then there were none. And then there were none. So in 
The copies we had in middle school that I read to were so old that they still were titled Ten Little Indians. Oh no. <laughs> school was like, we're not buying more, these are good. And we're like, ugh. And that was, oh God, well over 15 years ago. <laughs> so like, still should have known better. <laughs> yeah. But well, I'm excited for you to read those. Yeah. So I might, I definitely will probably add, that one will probably get moved up on my TBR. Cause I want something like quick. I feel like that's cozy murder mystery type. Um, cozy murder. <laughs> cozy murders that's what I like and I just feel like again I don't know if this is a slump or I just don't have time to read I cannot figure it out um I should have plenty of time now baseball season is officially over <laughs> and your Houston Astros are World Series champs baby let's go that's what happy right now there was um Jay was like Oliver oh, I don't say this lightly but Philadelphia and Dallas needs to put their problems aside so Houston doesn't win. <laughs> and all I could think of was that meme where it's like the two guys shaking hands. Yeah. No, it's like Dallas, Philadelphia, hating Houston. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> Didn't happen. And I'm taking off work tomorrow to go to the parade. I'm so happy. I remember going to the Red Wings parade when they first run the Stanley Cup after yeah. too long of a time. Mm-hmm. That was wild. I'm, I went in 2017, but that's when I was still living in Lubbock, so I had to, like, drive eight hours the day before and all of that. And it was the most fun. Um, but I'm just glad now I'm in Houston, so I don't have to, like... It's a lot it's easier. Not be, yeah. And, like, I had already told my, like, supervisor, like, a week ago when I knew we were in the World Series, I was like, listen, I'm not jinxing us or anything, but... If we happen to win it, I will not be at work the day of the parade. <laughs> so on Friday, when I knew we were one win away, I was I told him again, I was like, most likely I will not be here on Monday. <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> so I will probably send one more text message today and just be like, not coming in tomorrow. He's going to be like, I know. <laughs> he's like, stop telling me. <laughs> you look up at the parade. He's there too. <laughs> right. Oh, man. So, I'm super excited. But, yeah. That is my... That might be why I haven't been reading. I've just been, like, super... You've been baseballed. Yeah. And now I don't have that anymore, so maybe I can just, like, relax and breathe and just enjoy the books that I want to read. But, yeah. Anything else for you? Oh, I just... I listened to our Whisper Network episode oh, yeah. lost my mind at the opening even though i made the episode of you just like <laughs> your microphone got tangled in your headphones oh my god I it's like about that. it's like 30 seconds i'm just like <laughs> that was a disaster because i got up to go get the book if it, the backstory of this we were about to record and i was like let me go get the book so i can just read the synopsis real quick when we start recording and in that time, my mic and my headphones got tangled in each other. And so I had to untangle all of that, and it, it was not working. I was so frustrated. It's funny because you hear that, and then in the background you hear me giggling, and you're just going, oh my god. 
was not coming undone. Like, everybody knows when your stuff gets tangled. Like, especially your headphones. It's the worst. So. No, I just wanted to add. Like, I think part of the reason Sloan was so insufferable. Okay. I mean, there is something to, even though, like, we have said her storyline is kind of nebulous regarding the affair and how some of the backlash is was unwarranted and stuff um Mm -hmm. but i think there is something to be said of just because you're not likable doesn't mean you don't experience like sexual harassment sexual assault i just wanted to clarify that oh (laughs) because i don't think we came across the thing like like sloan deserved it (laughs) we were just no i hope not it was just more of like you know yeah you don't have to be likable you can be sloan and still and still experience un- yes unfortunately yes. so <laughs> i just felt i was like maybe i get what we're saying but we also should have clarified this. <laughs> i apologize yeah that was not our intention at all no, to that say was, that she that was both of us yeah okay all right <sighs> well instagram is reading the celebs Ooh. I almost said reading W celebs, but that's Twitter. Instagram, Instagram is reading. reading. That's it. It's just reading. <laughs> just reading. If you, yeah. Um, reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things, and we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.